ten-year-old. I never expected that I'd have any friends or that I'd have especially a girlfriend. It just, it seemed like the most distant thing in the world to me. I knew everybody had them eventually, but I knew that I was going to be the exception. And I felt that way at 11 and at 12. And at 13, I sort of had, like, we went to this rollerblading thing and I couldn't rollerblade, so I stayed outside and the only other person who couldn't rollerblade was this girl, Kim. And so we held hands a bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. It didn't count in my head. I was saying, see, you get the girl who can't rollerblade, just like you. But then at 14, this older girl in the year above me just set her heart upon me and I'll never understand why, I, I don't know, but she, she thought I was great and we hung out and we kissed behind the, behind the school and all my friends were jealous and I had all these stories to tell about what it was like to like to go to the girlfriend's parents' house and to go in a car and meet her dog that I was really scared of and, and so, I mean, that, that was a really wonderful unexpected moment but then... You have to understand, I'm an only child, and I'm an only boy, and my mum always wanted a, a little son, and so I've just been her little prince forever, and no one was ever going to be good enough for me. And so I was really afraid to introduce her to the new girlfriend. Uh, proud as I was, I just pretended she didn't exist. And having been a lonely boy, I was always a really good student, right up until I met this girl. And I started, because she was in, a, in the year above me, she had free periods, and she was, skipping, she, was, she was skipping class anyway. So she had all this free time, and I thought, free time at school? I normally study at lunch. How unexpected. You can go to school and not have to be at school. So she and I would hang out in the back of the library, and then we'd hang out near the school, but not quite there. And then we'd go to her house, and finally one day we said, we have to go somewhere, and we have to make out, and it's raining outside. What are we going to do? And she said, well, your house is really nearby. I said, I, I don't know about that. My parents, they're real estate agents. They don't work regular hours. They drive to and from the house. They're forever forgetting things. And she said, no, 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 no. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So we went back to my place. And, and the living room's pristine because my mom, she's a wonderful decorator. And she's a wonderful person. And I love her. And she loves me. And it's just the wonderful. And... And so the living room was sort of out of bounds and we went to my bedroom and then, and how great is my mum? She's cleaning my sheets. So the bed is this unadorned mattress, which is totally uncool. So I quickly slam the door before the new girlfriend can see it. The only option left in my foolish teenage mind. You can see where this is going. So we strip off as much of the school clothes as we feel comfortable stripping off when you know she's a couple of years ahead of me so it's far more her comfortable than me I'm, I'm still an uncomfortable kind of guy you can probably tell and we're on top of the sheets which is okay we haven't undone the blankets or anything it's still, it's still beautifully folded and I'm trying to stay to dad's side because he doesn't care about this stuff of the bed uh I mean, the only because mum makes the whole bed, the only difference is that on her side there's Vogue, Home and Living, and on his side there's soccer magazines. But that's the only difference, but it matters to me. So uh, the school clothes hit the floor, and, and we hit the bed, and it's, it's great fun for a little while. And then I hear a noise. It's a little bit like, we all remember right at the beginning when we were practicing our surprise noises, and everyone went, <gasps> and one person went, <gasps> I turned around 
The girlfriend couldn't really turn around from where she was, but she tried. But, and there in the doorway was the retreating silhouette. Which parent it was, I have no idea. But I inherited my dad's high-pitched voice. It could have been anyone. So I quickly pull on the school clothes. I'm trying to get the shirt on and I'm buttoning it up wrong and I leave the tie. There's no time for that. And she's trying to get the skirt on and I run out into the kitchen and I kid you not, and this is the unexpected part of the story. I can get dressed pretty quickly. I'm a guy, I don't care. I didn't put my shoes on. I get out into the kitchen. There's no sign of anyone. The front door is locked. I didn't hear a sound. And I go over to the kitchen table and there's a platter of fruit that's been cut up. <laughs> there's, there's an apple and a watermelon and a couple other things and a little note saying we'll talk about this after school <laughs> and that's how my mum met my first girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>